Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Whatever you are doing right now, shout to the Lord. He is God and he is your guide. He is worthy of our praise. Sing his praises over and over and over again. Join us in this program, Paid in Full, as Kim Miller of Woman at the Well Ministries takes us through Ephesians 5.2, which says, And walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Hello and welcome to this broadcast of Woman at the Well Ministries and what an absolute pleasure it is to talk about the love of God. And I realize that our message is titled Paid in Full, but that is the most complete example of love you will ever see. It is love demonstrated in an actual event. Christ died for us in that while we were yet sinners, He died that we might live forever. He left the splendor of heaven to pay a sin debt he didn't know. He came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 22 that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. It required a shedding of blood from a perfect sinless lamb god sent his only son who was the only sinless perfect lamb that could have paid that price in john chapter 3 and verse 16 he tells us this for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life The Bible tells us that greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. And then Jesus calls us his friends. And then the Gospels give us that account of what Christ did to pay for our salvation. That he hung on the cruel cross of Calvary and he shed his blood that whosoever would believe in him who would understand that his love was so great and accept his gift of grace and be able to understand that because of his actions on the cross of Calvary, which was due to his love for us, we were able to be saved because he died on the cross, he shed his blood and on the third day he rose again. It's as simple as that. Acknowledging that on our own, we can't get to heaven. 
No matter what we do, we can't buy our way in. We can't think our way in. We can't do enough good works. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3 and verse 23 that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But he also says in Romans 10, 13 that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And as I spoke in your hearing, he also sent his son. And his son accepted that and he laid his life down that we might be saved. And in the book of Romans, again in chapter 10, beginning in verse 9, he says this, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So at first we have this acknowledgement that we're a sinner, that we have a sin debt, that something needs to be paid. And then we come to believe in the only payment that would suffice, and that is the only begotten Son of Christ. But between that accepting or believing that God is Jesus' Son, that Jesus is God's son and that his death on the cross will pay for our salvation and acknowledging that we have to understand not only that we are all sinners and come short of the glory of God, but that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. So we begin to understand this gift that God gave this payment. What did he do? Well, as we spoke about it in John chapter 3 and verse 16, where he gave his only begotten son, we can also see that in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, that for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We've been given a gift that we didn't deserve. We've been given a plan of salvation that only requires for us to believe. And it is a sure guarantee that we'll have a home in heaven not made with hands. That we have a mansion that he has gone to prepare for us. Because he's surely coming again for those who believe. And he's coming again and those who don't believe are going to spend eternity in hell fire. A place meant only for the devil and his angels. So this payment of sin is paid in full. But you have to accept it. And you've got to understand that you need it. And for so many people, understanding that you need it is such a problem. The Bible says that not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. And he saved us, as I said a couple times before, by dying on the cross of Calvary, as we're spoken to in John chapter 3, verse 16. And he says he does it by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. And this happens when we accept him as Savior and we confess our sins and we ask him to come cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we are told that though our sins are as filthy rags, he'll wash them white as snow. He says this, that by the washing of our regeneration, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So what do you get because he paid it in full? When you accept this payment and you take it upon your heart, 
And you allow him to wash you white as snow by simply believing in who he is and calling upon his name and confessing your sins and asking him to forgive you and turning your life over to him and becoming his child. This is what you get. He says that we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. You are heirs to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He paid the penalty of sin. And it requires nothing of us to make it complete. But you have to accept this gift. For so many people, that's so hard. They can't believe in something being that easy. And they want to have a part in it. But you see, if we had a part in it, we would surely mess it up. We couldn't believe enough to be able to pay that sin. But because of his grace and the faith that he gives if we ask, then he fully will save us from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet. And we have a peace that passeth understanding and a joy unspeakable and full of glory. Christ has given us not a spirit of fear, but a spirit of hope. Because we don't have to worry about this death that's looming over us. We don't have to worry about the devil who is out there walking about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And the victory has already been won. All we have to do is claim the victor and walk after his ways. And he will keep us through his grace. The Bible says that I am fully persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. And if you've committed your heart to Christ and you have believed on the only begotten Son of God and you're willing to confess him before men and ask him to come and cleanse you from all unrighteousness, And you're willing to repent. See, the Bible says that to repent means that we change from one way and we turn to go to another. And so you change from serving the devil, from seeking your reward in the world, from following after the ways of the world, from doing what your flesh wants to do, to you turn from that to following after Christ, to doing his commandments, to following his word, to allowing him to direct your path, to allowing him to cleanse you from the inside out. Because again, it's not about your works of righteousness, but it's about his finished work on Calvary. And you see, we turn from the devil and we turn to Christ. And you say, well, Kim, I just, I just don't believe that. And you don't believe that the word of God is different than anything else. There are 66 books that comprise the holy word of God. The Bible says that the word was made flesh and come and dwelt among us. In the Old Testament, we have prophecies, many, many prophecies that are fulfilled in the New Testament. These books were written by different individuals over a span of many, many years. Yet all of them are true. All of them have been fulfilled. And you begin to see how it all weaves and works together. The word of God is dynamic and no other book that I know of is. And I say that to mean this. I can read a lot of good self-help books and give me good information and 
help me to be a better person. But every time I read him, I get the same piece of information. But when I sit down to read the word of God because of the Holy Spirit that is in me that's teaching me, and because of the dynamic nature that it is, and because it's the word made flesh, then when I begin to read something today, it'll hit me where I am. And the Lord will give me an understanding that I need for that moment to take care of what it is that I need. And maybe I'll read that passage of Scripture again in a few months, and it'll give me a different understanding. And it hasn't contradicted it, but it's met me where I am. There's no other book, no other God that can do that. There's no other God that can give you a peace that passes understanding and a joy unspeakable and full of glory. And I encourage you to read the scriptures. I encourage you to get in there, even if you want them just to prove them wrong. Because the word won't go void. And the Holy Spirit will begin to open itself and reveal himself to you. And if you'll just open your mind and open your heart, you'll begin to see the truth. Because the Bible says that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And if you pursue after him, you will find him. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. It has been paid in full, and whether you believe it or not doesn't change the fact that Christ is king, and he has made a way that you may find heaven your home. Jesus loves you, this I know, because the Bible tells me so. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the Gospel Group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.
happy girl